0: Time's up. Let's do this. We will go ahead and get started in three. Oh, I don't know why I'm putting up my fingers because I can't see me. Three, two, one. Welcome back to Recap, the podcast where we cover some of the latest news featured on our social media pages and beyond. We try to find the news that matters most to our voters, and we encourage our legislators to not only listen, but to also act on what they hear. I'm your almost always host, Joshua Hyde. And with me today are several of my good friends. We've got the greatest writer of all time, Anthony Arnold. We have the greatest professor of all time, Professor X, a.k.a. Alex Krahanong. And we have the greatest T him of all time, Nick Homburg with us today. How are you all doing? Great.
1: Never heard my last name sounds like that. I, I, I was gonna say I I'm oh, I, points for
2: originality. I'm say, so. we're, we're, still, say we're still doing this where we, we pronounce our uh
1: individual last names in like the most offensive possible way possible. <laughs> oh that that's far from the most offensive way you can mispronounce my last name. Nick Hamburger. Say that, that, see that's the that's the school one. Yeah. <laughs> that's the schoolyard one.
2: Say, Nick, Nick, get your Reciped and get out of here. My <laughs> I
0: I will say yeah. this. I will say this. Uh not to not to take us too far from what we're doing i have recently started seeing a new chiropractor and his last name uh is like french and i wouldn't know how to pronounce it normally but i had to spell it out recently and it is literally spelled the riot Uh oh and so i call him that every time i meet him now and i think that that's like the best thing ever he loves it teroy Teroy? (laughs) I think I think it's like Ferio or something. Ferio, Ferio. Okay, I think. All right, but It's literally spelled the Riot, and he is now John the Riot to me every single time we meet. And John I love
1: it. Air quotes. The Riot. The Riot. <laughs> Riot. Oh,
0: man. His wrestling name. <laughs> <laughs> it might as well me. be right. So, uh, let's go ahead and get into what we're gonna talk about today. So. Um, these next few shows are gonna be over some things that I've seen both on our social media and otherwise. Um, there have been a lot of discussions around specific topics that I just want to go ahead and give some lip service to because I think in some of the conversations, there's like pieces that might be missing, or you know, we might need to get a handle on what is actually being said and what might need to be done about it. So to start with, I want to kind of talk about this idea that a lot of people have that real men no longer exist. I know we've talked about manhood and a couple of other things on here a number of times, Uh, but I I, like, again, I I wanna try to break down a little bit of what I think is happening here and get you guys' opinion on it. So um, there's been a lot of talk online about how men have changed and about how all of the, you can't see me air quoting because you guys can't see me right now, (laughs) about how the men, are gone and chivalry is dead and so on. I kind of want to discuss a little bit about why people think that and what I really think is happening. But first I want to go ahead and introduce something of a new segment we have moving forward, which is the uh,
3: question of the day. Yeah. So the, 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 new segment, yeah. Question of the day question of the episode. So for this one to sort of kick things off with the real men discussion, um, briefly, Difficult for everybody in this group. I know briefly (laughs) describe what you think the phrase real man means. I'm just interested in how we all sort of interpret that phrase in our own unique ways. And if you think the phrase is still useful or even appropriate. So which one of you wants to go? I I have
2: have a really succinct version. Okay. I, I can give you a one word answer.
1: Wow. Punk. Punk. <laughs>
2: punk
0: punk
1: is a real man let uh, say, uh, say i say so, uh, okay no okay. elaboration just so, punk. Uh, just that's it that's just,
2: your just, all right i uh, say uh i i will elaborate i will elaborate because that's a it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a it's a little nuanced so um you know punk i say so punk is a uh Right, so it's a type it's a type of music associated with um like with the counterculture. Um and uh it has a like it has its own culture, much like you know, like everything at like most other you know groups. Um True. and in punk, uh like you do what you want because you want to do it. And 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 it uh, and nothing else matters. It say like it's like, it's like how other people like you don't care about like how other people perceive it you're doing it because like because you like you want to and so like you know like um i would i would say so like if you're a man and you're like i w- say um i don't say i don't like the color of my nails and so like i want to paint my nails as like a as it like as i feel like yeah, there would be a more accurate representation of like me as a person um then uh do it no, I'm just saying, and do it apologetic, like do it unapologetically, and just be like, I don't, I don't have to value your opinion, like, and so you know, a question. Let's say, so like, is it manly? You know, like, ask ask yourself, is it punk? And if the answer is yes, then
1: yeah.
3: All right, I like <laughs> this. I like this. Real real man is is punk. Do what you want. All right, who wants to go second? I will. All right, Dragon
0: Lord. So, <laughs> could that be
1: my title?
3: Uh, as long as that image is up on Zoom, you are Dragon Lord. You
1: president start Dragon introducing. Lord. Yeah, introduce yourself that way. You're not Josh anymore. <laughs> I am President Dragon Lord Hyde. Yep. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that you,
0: that you feels so 2000s way? teenager.
1: <laughs> Was that That's, your email hey, back? Hey, the other day? Hey, hey, but is it Punk?
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's got you there.
0: I mean, I yeah, mm, OK, uh, so my my answer is actually more to the second part of the question yeah. rather than the first, because yeah. I don't think the idea of a real man should exist. Um, I think that that idea came about as. A solution to a problem and is no longer relevant.
3: Okay. Okay. Would you, would you, would you care to like briefly elaborate on what you think the problem was that it was trying to address?
0: Yeah. If that's so, the no, no, that's yeah. fine. So like okay. society, what's, what's the best way to describe this? Like I, my biggest concern about the way society works is that we are a group of people that follow. That's generally how that works. And so if someone has purported the idea that this, some combination of qualities is what a man should be and enough people subscribe to that idea, it will become real. Right. Regardless of what that idea is. And as we've seen, I think that that's changed a number of times throughout not even just our lifetime. And so, what a real man is, if if we're going to establish that, should not change. And the fact that it is changing is a problem. Like manhood is well, no, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get that's that's part of the discussion I have planned for later. All uh-huh. right, but yeah, that that's that's why my issue is okay. that like that that description changes.
3: Yeah. Okay. All right. I see it. I see it. Nick, homie.
1: All right. So I'm going to give you my uh, save the cat two sentence answer. Uh,
3: Save the
1: cat. Save the cat two sentence answer um, for briefly describe what I think the phrase real man means. I basically think that it means um, people want to gatekeep what the fuck being a man is. Excuse my French. Um, (laughs) Excuse my the riot French. <laughs> it's people want to gatekeep keep what they think being a man is and it's ridiculous because by definition if you're a man you're a man the adjective of real doesn't need to exist um yeah. and as far as if i think the phrase is useful or appropriate no no i don't because it is just functionally gatekeeping that's all it is like yeah. And you can, you can decide how far back you want to take the concept. It might be a newer concept, but I bet you for hundreds of thousands of years, the older generation has been like, well, that's not what a man is. There was people upset about indoor plumbing. They're like, oh, look at these kids. Right. You know, they're, they're, they're shitting inside. That's not what a real man does. He takes it out to the outhouse and shits in a hole. Like it's and it's going to happen culture changes so everyone's going to get everyone who's stuck in their ways is going to get upset about the new shift and that's just right. that's just how that works
3: all right um i'll give my my brief thank you by the way nick thank you for your answer let me make sure i said that. thank yeah. you all for your answer uh briefly i always associated sort of real man the, the idea with like providing that um the like that's just always how i associated it in my head was that you know, real men provide. Um, And as far as the usefulness of it, I think there could be something aspirational about it, actually. It can shift as culture shifts, but I think it can provide sort of a, ideally it should provide a positive sort of evolving role model for men to strive to meet. Now you got to update that to Nick's point as times change, you got to update that. You you know, you got to strip it of elements that are no longer useful or relevant. Um, but that it can allow you know, I say this coming from the perspective of a father as well to a father to a you know, to a boy. Um, the ideal can give me something to instruct my son because the ideal exceeds me in certain ways, and I can look at the ideal and go, I may fall short of the ideal, but you can still strive for it. That is how it could be useful, even if it oftentimes falls short of that. So that said, that's the question of the episode. Um, Like I said, this is a new segment. Josh, thank you. This is a new segment. We're we're probably going to roll these into poll questions as well, but we're trying something new here. Um, So I think this was a productive way to kick off our episode on real man, manhood. Back to you, President, Dragon Lord, President Lord, (laughs) Lord Hyde,
1: Mr. Dragon President Lord Lord.
3: Dragon Lord. <laughs> Dragon Lord. Dragon Lord Hyde. My Dragon
0: my first Lord. name is no longer relevant. It's punk. I'm unapologetically changing my first name to Dragon Lord. Uh, I, I don't I'm, care I'm what anybody thinks.
2: I'm telling your wife. Tell my wife.
0: Tell right. her. You'll have to address me
2: as such. <laughs> this, this is very this, punk. It's very punk. Soon
3: to be soon to be ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs>
1: See, I was going to hey, say, hey, I was hey. going to say, if she if she's on board, you know, if she's on board with it, he's with the right person. That's, that's, that's where
2: I'm at. Yeah, I, I was, I was going to go throw with, you know, it would be pretty punk to listen to what someone to say demands to be called and then been like, I'm not calling you that. <laughs> <laughs> would be pretty punk.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So we'll go ahead and move on from there. Alex. All right what you got to say to me buddy all right so we're gonna so uh in our discussion about like you know masculinity and like what manhood is I want to talk about uh some of the dialogue between um i like between men and women because it's not it's like um because uh I I I kind of disagree with uh like like Nick's point and been like well, like men, as long as men exist as like a political group, it is useful to have. Vi- I say we have, we will have different ver- versions of visions of masculinity, and um, we, is say, uh, society, uh, for better or or worse, should be, I say, needs to be able to. Um, uh assess those different models and uh, say you know and like define one of them as um like uh you know better or worse than like than others um this is this is not this is like a just like a, uh, a morally neutral uh, say uh judgment um like it, society gets to society can be bad society can be good like is that that's not they can make their you know a good decision they make a bad decision um but uh, it does need to like it does need to exist. So with that, I want to talk. Um, it's important to note that like men are not the only people in society. But obviously, like there are like there are women, there are like there are intersex um, people, and all of say and we all have like you know different uh, you know visions of masculinity. So with that, I want to talk about a particular branch, which is like the toxic masculinity. And I want to talk about a feminist approach uh, as a uh, analysis or a feminist uh, take on toxic masculinity. We're going to talk about "Don't Worry, Darling."
1: <laughs> okay.
2: You can't All see right. my smiling face right now. All right. <laughs> so uh, I, I'll say uh, this: uh, this movie came out in late 2022. Um, uh, it's being it was directed by Olivia Wilde. It starred Florence Pugh, Harry uh, Harry Styles. Um and Chris say and Chris Pine. Uh so um it's a it is a social horror story in which um we are deconstructing um let I me mean, say it is it's a deconstruction of toxic ma- of what Olivia Wilde uh and uh, say and the people making the movie uh view at like their view of toxic masculinity. Um Olivia I say uh, this movie I say um didn't do particularly well at the box office. Uh, it was not particularly uh, well received by critics. It was not particularly well received by audiences. <laughs> um. Uh. And I say, in fact, uh. I say, um. I'll say Olivia Wilde had a bit of a had a bit of a moment on uh on TV when she was talking about the movie and she talked about Jordan Peterson as uh I say um and his uh. Um people who say the people who uh like follow him uh, uh are like in or uh, his uh books um as like the uh template for the characters in uh say in this movie. Uh additionally, like uh Florence Pugh, uh there was, like, there was apparently some fighting on this on the set, and uh no one was looking to advertise or back up this movie. Um so has anyone here seen the movie? I have. I have. Okay, so like, so let's uh, let's quickly go over the plot because I feel like this is I feel like this is relevant for our discussion. So, um, woman wait, say, uh, so a woman wakes up and uh, she is a 1950s housewife. She just, say it's in the 1950s. They have, uh, you know, um, uh, the husband goes to work, the woman stays at home. She t- say she. Uh, is, the, is the caretaker, uh, and in the morning the man leaves and goes to work, and in the afternoon, like you say, like he comes home and they like they have dinner, uh, and and everything is perfect, and that's weird, and so the, uh, our approach essay our protagonist, um, I'm what is, uh, it's it's Florence character's name, uh, Florence Pugh's character, what, what's her name? Alice. Alice thank you Alice begins to like feel like something is wrong um and she eventually discovers that um she's in a simulation and all of the women are in a, like i say are in a simulation and that the men when they like leave to go to work are leaving the community, say are leaving the simulation and they're going to the real world to do their to, say, to do their menial jobs that they hate um, and then they say, and then they come, and then they become, and then when they're done with their day, they come home and they put back on the and they enter the simulation., uh, in the meantime, like the women aren't granted this. um, and uh the movie suggests, though it doesn't explicitly state that like the women are um kidnapped and like uh, I say like are like are put into the simulation. um, and like they don't get like they don't get a say in the matter. And yes. uh let's say the movie ends. I uh, say and this is all uh masterminded by um uh what I say by like by one guy who is um eerily I eerily similar to Jordan Peterson.
3: Yes, Frank, Chris Prine's character. Frank,
2: yes, Chris Biden's character. Um and then uh movie I say the movie ends uh by she confronts um Chris Pine's character um kills him, and uh I say, and then leaves the simulate, and I say, and then drives off. I thought
1: his secretary killed him. Uh yes,
3: Frank. She kills her husband.
1: Sorry, right, you're right. Yeah, the husband, husband. You're right. You're right. Or you're the right. wife. The wife kills
2: him. Sorry, you're right. Yeah. She does break out though. Right, but she. Yeah. See, but she. But she breaks out, and then like I say, and like, and then leaves. So. Uh, like Olivia Wilde has, you know, explicitly talked about this. Just been like, well, this is uh, this is how she thinks that he P- is a uh, the men associated with like who follow like Peterson's teaching like view women like they like they are uh, say they are I uh, say they are objects, um uh yep. who, who's like whose sole function is to provide a uh say is to uh for, you know provide for a family and that is what derives like and that's how they derive enjoyment and happiness and uh it is new age is new age feminism folk insisting that women have a career that has uh ruined society yep what i say um what, what are your thoughts and how i say uh like on this and uh what, what, what are your thoughts on this take? And how, do you think this movie does a good job of explaining that?
1: Uh, Anthony, you want to go first? Sure.
3: I will keep it mercifully brief. Um, you should just watch The Stepford Wives. <laughs> like, the, the Stepford Wives just does what this movie wants to do better. Um, thematically the movie has some stuff but like i look i we're, i'm not gonna turn this to the movie podcast the the movie is bad because the movie is not made or like produced in a, in a very good way
2: um so, so you don't think that the movie the the movie fails because uh like the like the message is is bad um
3: yeah, it, it fails because, like, the production of the movie was a dumpster fire and everybody hated each other and it comes through on screen that these people have, like, zero chemistry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: like, like a, mov- a movie can have, like, a message I don't necessarily agree with but be a good movie if everyone is doing their job. But, like, this movie yeah. fails for a variety of reasons. Like, The Stepper Wise has a better job of sort of examining the idea of, like, kept women, basically. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's sort of the themes being explored, this like, idea
2: of the horrors of uh, having your value ascribed to you and right. having no agency in it.
3: Correct. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'll
2: go ahead. No, never no, no, no.
0: mind.
1: You go ahead, Josh. You go for it. I was going to say That's like, Dragon Lord. I'm sorry. You're right. That's my <laughs> thank mistake. Thank you. I'll yes. do better in the future, Dragon Lord. Yes. A, <laughs> Dragon A, Lord Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> refer
0: to me by my official title. Um, I. I would say that my biggest issue with the movie is very similar to what Anthony is saying. Like, I don't think that the message or the goal behind the movie is bad. I think that the movie itself is hard to watch.
2: (laughs) All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think they were going
0: for something very interesting and ambitious it's just not very interesting to see.
3: Yeah.
1: All right, Nick. Um, I have no issue with the, the uh, message of the movie. I think the way they went about delivering it is not the best way they could have. Because also it sort of seems like to me they had a totally separate idea in mind initially. They went through a new draft and just some of the old bits of the old movie got left in. Do you remember the red plane? What was up with the red plane? Mm -hmm. What did that have to do with anything? Uh, What does it represent? So it was clearly symbolic. of Yes, of what? (laughs) (laughs) And this this is the thing. This is the thing. It just seems like they had a different plot in mind initially. And then someone at the last minute production meddling or somebody said, we need to make a twist in here. And then Movie was said, fine, we'll make it a simulation. And I'm gonna make the ending about, you know, my, my movie's already about how women are objectified and blah, blah, blah. So I'll just make the ending a uh, simulation. And it's like, like okay, great. But <laughs> now we have a lot of weird, odd context things that don't really line up. And it kind of muddles the point that I think the movie is trying to make.
3: Yeah. And I'll say, like, I think the point of like, there are to go back to man, like the manhood part, there are men who view women's success as a threat and who grow jealous over the success of their partner. If they perceive that partner to be more successful than them, like Mm -hmm. I'm unhappy because you are successful and I'm not right. And like that is like there are men who who have that problem still today of, of feeling like my manhood is under attack because my partner my wife my girlfriend other women i'm not even related to at all have achieved things professionally um
2: so so it goes back to what you were saying earlier about like matt about masculinity like as a provider and right exactly threatening my role why am i here for if i'm not like if i'm not that so uh this this is the other sorry long-winded way of saying like, we arrived where I wanted to get to it was just let's say it took me a bit longer to get here. And so and this is actually like my problem with the movie and um was that it does two uh like two like two men like don't get me wrong like Peterson's um uh has some very problematic things. Um uh but um so like, so, so like uh and it's like some of the men here are like will are obviously doing monstrous things. Um, but rather than say, but the I think the movie does to men what it accuses, um, what it say? What it's accusing Peterson of doing, which is robbing the men, uh, say, robbing the men of agency and uh, say, and a, and a saying like, well, this say this uh, happens because you are a bad person, and if you if men were just better people, um, then like like then this like then this to- uh, toxic ideology would like wouldn't occur. Rather than like recognizing, well, this toxic ideology comes from like, say, for say, for like, from say, uh, has like a good, like, has like a, starts like a good place of like wanting to provide and wanting to be, uh, say, um like fill a role in a, fa- like in family and getting frustrated by um like, eco- like socioeconomic situations and that leading to like a, like a desperate, like a desperation and like a bad position. You're, sent, let's say you, you've taken all of the nuance. Uh, i say like out i say out of this character out of a out of the person and are just like making them a caricature and this I, happens I say, and it's like a totally reasonable but like this happens because like we can't talk about like because men don't have a vision of masculinity that like that is like that's unified that we can discuss like women can't talk to us
1: about it right i'm going to hit you with a disagreement real quick but for the sake of time i'm going to keep it as brief as possible <laughs> I think the point of setting it in a 1950s setting is showing this is not men bad. This is men with this idea of what society should be and how men should be bad. That's the night. That's the point of the 1950s aesthetic. That's it. That's my succinct done. Let's <laughs> not turn this into a movie podcast. Yes. 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 Yeah.
2: Yes. yeah. Okay. All right. So, so back to you, right. Dragon Lord.
0: Thank you for addressing me appropriately,
1: Nick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to do
0: better to, to kind of open up the floor of the discussion. I had a couple of like, a lot of this topic at least that I wanted to talk about was specifically based on conversations that I've seen and conversations that I've had with people. And so through all of those, I've kind of filtered an idea that I think might be a little bit of a hot take. And so I want to, I want to I, I personally think it's more of like a lukewarm take, but I, I think it, it can be considered a hot take for many people. It was in the conversations that I've had. Uh, and so I want to kind of take it to you guys and see what you thought as a part of like kicking off the discussion and then we'll get into uh, the other bits that I wanted to, to cover. So I think in, in many situations, the idea of a man or the societal idea of like a perfect or ideal man isn't inherently bad the idea of a real one, like a real man,
2: is. Yes, agreed. Yes, that was my point.
0: Yeah, see, that's why I thought it was like a bit of a lukewarm take, because that, that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. When I kind of threw that out as part of the discussions that I had kind of leading up to preparing for this pod, Uh, Because a lot of people didn't like the idea of not being a real man. Like, the idea of subscribing to that ideology was important for some people. Almost as if it was, like, part of their personality. And I found that to be incredibly concerning. And I wanted to bring this to you guys as a group of men and see how y'all felt about that.
3: About the idea Oh, wait. Real about quick, the idea real quick. of feeling threatened by not being a real man?
1: Yeah. Real quick, I, mean, I just want to toss this in here. I think when people talk about real men, it's sort of the whole um, backwards argument of All Lives Matter. It's like, well, if I'm not a real man, then what am I? So my identity is man, so I'm a real man. And like without examining what the – like the subtext of the sentence – Like you might say, oh, well, all lives matter, you know, it's not just, you know, blah, blah, blah. But like if you actually dissect the sentence you're saying, you realize, oh, wait a minute, this doesn't actually make sense. And I think when people take the real man thing and put it as part of their identity and you say you're a man, not a real man, they go, whoa, wait a minute now. You know, because identity is important to people and your gender is part of your identity. It just is. and. When you say to someone that you are not the identity you subscribe to, it upsets them. I want to say, it's also,
2: a, it's also a shame thing. Um, I say, uh, you say you or say, um, I say, uh, I am insecure. Say, I am insecure about this. Um, and you say, and now that like you you are bringing it up, and that like, and now I like, and now I feel ashamed. like, and now I feel ashamed. And people don't respond to like, people respond to shame
1: violence. <laughs> Yes, yes. Also true. But so when you bring up the idea of like uh, an ideal man versus a real man, I agree with the concept of an ideal man. Like I feel like Anthony's um, rendition of a real man is where I would take ideal man to be like someone who, you know, is responsible, someone who um, provides for their family, someone who is a good father, blah, blah, blah. And arguably you could say just that's just a good person. But when you make it into a specifically gendered thing, ideal, I think, is better in every aspect than real, which feels a lot more gatekeepy when you dissect it. Right. I mean, look,
3: it is challenging to Alex's point, to Nick's point, right to your question, Josh. um, When you say you're not when people say, you know, you're not a real man, the implication is that you are falling short. I mean, that's Alex's point. And um, this, people don't like to hear this. Like, that's what Alex said. Like, people don't like to hear that. The problem there is that sometimes it's true. And you may not like to hear it, but you have an obligation to like, to provide, for instance, in whatever way you can. That doesn't mean you have to be the breadwinner. But like I have three kids. I have an obligation to provide for them in whatever means I can. That doesn't mean my wife earned more money than me. That doesn't mean I should be offended by it. Doesn't mean you have to work. You can provide by being a stay-at-home dad. But you do have an obligation to provide. You 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 brought the kids into this world. You have they didn't ask for this. You should try your best to be there for them, to be responsible. Like, I had kids when I was, um, I had our first kid when I was 20. I was, in fact, (laughs) not completely ready to have kids when I was still in college. But but I was like, look, what are you going to do? It's time to, like, grow the hell up. You didn't didn't have to have unprotected sex. (laughs) You could have not done that, but you did. So you know, if someone said, "Hey, man, so if I had abandoned my obligations and responsibilities to my kids," and someone has said, "You're not really being a man," that would have stung. It wouldn't have been
1: totally wrong. <laughs> I think there's, I think there's something to say to that point about gendering the topic because there's deadbeat right. moms as much as there's deadbeat dads, and right. the thing is, right. moms provide just as much as dads do. Often in our society, more. It's just, it's just categorized as caregiver for some reason, um, and like I think providing as a father is different than, you know, the generalized idea we have as men who, and we need to provide because that's what men do. And it's like, but when you take away the gender of it, both parents need to provide, both parents need to be there. Both parents need to have responsibility and step up. And I only bring this up to just sort of, I want to dissect that idea just briefly about, it doesn't like men specifically take the idea of providing and really magnify it. Like this is all we are. This is all we need to be. And that's I think that's sort of where Alex was um not when Alex brought up the worry darling. I think that's part of the thing that it's it's um examining too is that why are we blowing up this one specific thing about being a father, or being a man? Like is it important? Yes, but it doesn't have to be uh only a man thing because it's not only a man thing. Parents like Additionally this is a slight tangent additionally communities used to provide for kids it, what it takes a village to raise a kid was the was the old saying like right. back back when we were more communal and less individualistic i don't think it was, any man, any man in a communal society didn't have well i got to provide because it's all on me you had a community to help so now we've taken this like very individualistic idea this idea of providing we've shoved them together under a single gender's job and that's very demeaning and very difficult for everyone involved. Um yeah, cuz I forgot Josh's question so now I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> no that's But fine. you get what I'm saying? Um, you
0: get what I
2: well, mean? What one thing I actually yeah. want to commend you on, oh sorry, did you want to say something else? I mean, no. same, but oh, as, else. Uh, I mean like to that point but like so like men exist as like a like as a pol- like as a political entity. Um and so like Having, I say, like to your point, like in a society, right, like it has, like it has values, and again, it needs to be able to assess, um, is, say, is, uh, the role, I uh, say, the role that a, like a, that a, like that a man is playing, uh, like up to our standards, and if the answer is no, then like you need a, like a means, say, some means by which you can, uh, like, like you know, call them out on it um we i say uh vernacularly um we like we like we have settled on like you know be, i say be like be a real man but like that's not any it's say uh that's not that's not a like uh, that's not any different than being like well i say well i i'm disappointed in you like you're not meeting up like i meeting your um expectations like that's just a linguistic trick like the, it's, it's how we're,
1: it's like we're describing the same idea, whether or not we use this language. I, I I don't fully agree with that. Only in that real man becomes extremely arbitrary depending on who's saying it.
2: Well, a dude yeah, could be like, oh, listen, listen, say,
1: real quick. Because it's based real on quick. society. Well, not even always. Sometimes it's just based on one single person's belief. If they go, you're not a real man, if you don't lift 200 pounds every day and every facet of your life, then it's like, that's an arbitrary nonsense take you have. That has uh, nothing to do.
2: Right. and they and you should mock them. If they say if oh, that I do. isn't in line with your society,
1: you should mock them. But that's the thing. When we agree with this concept of real man, we're also agreeing that anyone's arbitrary take, anyone's arbitrary gatekeep to shame you could be valid. Not that's not true. Then we all have you're to come. Ju-
2: like, so okay. I, I'm not, I'm not calling you dumb. I'm saying like, <laughs> if I oh, if someone says too you're fun. dumb, even... <laughs> like, do you have to listen to them? Do you have to value their opinion? No, you don't. Because you're like, that's not what society says. So fuck off. But what if all of society calls you dumb? Now you just gotta. Um. Th- then you need to maybe look at yourself.
0: <laughs> so I want to take this in a bit of a different direction, specifically because uh I, i'm again this is one of the things that i wanted to commend you about nick because uh one of the things that i felt throughout all of my conversations uh was specifically that this language was being used as you mentioned very very succinctly uh, as a method of gatekeeping or to change what uh the idea of a man should be this is part of the reason why my answer to what a real man is is the way that it is because in my mind anyone can have the idea of what a real man should be. And instead, what I think we should do is have a societal idea of what the ideal man is. And that can change and morph because obviously it changes with society, but anyone can have an idea of what a real man should be and use that as a way to create a problem for other men.
2: But congratulations, you have arrived back at real man. You're just uh, cleaning up the word. The concept is the same. You're just changing, a, like you're just changing the language because that makes you more comfortable. Okay,
1: but I don't. Why are you dismissing the language like it's not important? Um, like it doesn't matter concept. that he can't. He has a new phrase for it that changes what it means. That's how words work. But I say, but you're I say but you're agreeing that the concept should exist. I'm agreeing
0: that
2: the concept is useful.
1: Okay, the concept okay, has okay, purpose. So
2: is it I say so okay, is it I say if it is if it is useful, uh, I say does it say does it cause harm? Yes. Okay. Thanks can cause harm and be out, useful. Does the use co- like outweigh the harm? If the answer is yes, then you should I say then you should keep it as a metric. And if the answer is no, then you should discard it, and we have to have a whole other conversation about how like we make
1: social judgments.
2: It really feels
1: like, it really feels like you're splitting hairs over this specifically in that like the concept is good. So real men is good. And it's like, well, no, because the wording and the way it's used and the arbitrary aspects that come with it. But that would be true if you used ideal man too. That's my point. No, because that's not, all right, let me put it this way. Ideal man is not a sentence that people use colloquially. That's not a phrase that's something that people sometimes use but it does not have any connotation with it real man does real man has a very real connotation that people colloquially use to mean fitting my ideal standards of generally toxic masculinity generally that's what people mean so when you have something that functionally works the same but you don't want that negative connotation you change the language but then, okay yes
2: and i'm saying that if you change if you define the word all that you are, do is, all you are doing is changing the word and that that stigma will swap. And you will just do this switch swap for forever. That's not, let's say, I mean, I guess,
1: sure. No, but that's the thing. Josh wants to change what he's saying is he wants to change and give a consensus to what those ideals are. Instead of it being an arbitrary metric, he wants to have a consistent ideal set, which does not mean we're starting to switch flip-flop we're now having a slightly new definition but we're as but we're saying say we're literally just swapping
2: idea say ideal for real that's all that you're doing okay so now you're hopefully hopefully ignoring sure but so uh
0: i i'm not gonna take sides here but i will say that that is not exactly what i mean however we are at time and we can have a different conversation about this later so uh as always, this podcast has been brought to you in part by LEI Productions, a studio for podcasters and musicians, and of course, Pointcast News. To listen to any of our other podcasts, please go visit our website at pointcast.news, or you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Also, be sure to like and follow us on Facebook for podcasts, articles, and possibly created polls from the questions we had today. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you all for our at-home for listening. We'll see you next time. Josh, out.